Welcome to the show. I'm Genesee. I'm Dan. I'm Opie. I'm Eric. I'm Daniel. And I'm Tinzian. And this is Death Before Dishonor. Today is Friday, December 9th, and this is episode 32 in a weekly series following a group of friends playing Dungeons and Dragons, hosted by the Gray Area Podcast and featuring members of the Geek Bits Podcast. Last week, we disarmed two of the statues, and the third statue in the center of the room, which I believe is the statue of Sir Keegan, had a mysterious switch on it, which I believe our friend Thorne was dying to press. And I will let uh, the Dungeon Master catch us up. Dungeon Master, here we go. From the last episode, we have uh, Cesar somewhere in the middle to southern part of the room tossing around light sticks uh, to try and get a better idea of what is present. <laughs> he had discovered a uh, short corridor in the south of the room that had four cherub statues uh, in each of the four corners of the alcove. Xanatari was able to, along with Cesar's help uh, a little earlier, disarm two statues of Bahatmut, the platinum dragon god. One was a benign-looking and noble-looking statue. The other one was a fierce and horrible image of Bahatmut, perhaps a contrast of sorts for how dragons can be. They managed to solve a formula on each statue and prevent some unknown calamity or perhaps unknown benefit. In the center of the room, there's a extremely large statue of Sir Keegan with a two-handed sword raised in uh, a guard position. And on the floor are a empty set of manacles and a, a neck chain that was attached to Eldrock, who is still standing in the general area where uh, Bosk was able to bring him back to life with the assistance of Xanatari and Xanatari's deity, presumably. Thorn, having investigated the statue, has located a switch within the base of the statue and... We are, I believe, at the moment, all accounted for. In this episode, uh, Eldrock's player was planning on attending, but had to be called away due to real-life concerns, so he will unfortunately not be joining us. Daros's player has returned for the evening after uh, last week's real-life issues. Word. And... We're now going to give Daros a chance to bring himself back into uh, the group. I have no idea what my character was doing. It was There was a tentacle, and there was some goo on the ground. Oh, that was the Dislerious Knight. Yeah. Yeah. You were watching Bosk move the rocks, and I think maybe you like <laughs> fell asleep in the on the side, and we moved on without you or something, and... I don't know. What do you think? I guess that sounds like... Why would I, I don't know about falling asleep. Uh, Maybe you went so stealth that you lost yourself. 
I couldn't find himself. When I was being foreman for the rock moving, boss got upset and hit me in the head with a rock, therefore knocking me unconscious. <laughs> and now I'm just coming back to, hey, what's been going on? <laughs> Since we've moved like all of ten feet, I don't think uh, I don't think it's a problem. Right. <laughs> Where are they? Oh, right there. Fed looks up while he's pressing the button. What? <laughs> Amazing. Tiros comes out of his comatose and just yells, Don't hit the button! I had a terrible dream and you were there and there was a button? And you were there? And you were there? And there was a wizard? <laughs> I, I guess, yeah, I was unconscious for a while. Maybe falling asleep from watching the mundane task of Bosk moving rocks and resting. I have finally woken back up since, <laughs> since then. And the Mythbusters go, yes, the undead apparently do need to sleep. There you go. Confirmed. <laughs> Confirmed. Plausible. Okay. Uh, Bosk, is there anything yeah, that you yes. want to do at the at the moment? Uh, no. Is my sword glowing or anything? Nope. The sword uh, has not glowed since you touched it to uh, Eldrock. No, I'm just going to turn my head away from the waking Daros and kind of a uh, roll my eyes as I would. So, okay, <laughs> nice. Uh, Thorn. Yes, you're up. Uh, now I'm down. Um, now I'm sideways. Now <laughs> <laughs> I I press the button. <laughs> With no bit of hesitation, Thorn, in pressing the buttons, uh, causes a series of gears within the statue to re-engage, causing the statue's two-handed weapon to suddenly move from a guard to a scything swing attack that promptly, once again, reduplicates the injuries upon Eldrock, thus answering many questions the party had as to how he wound up dead on the floor. Uh, thankfully, Bosk, having his head turned, uh, manages to avoid the splatter of viscera and gore directly into his eyes and nose, but uh, bits <clears throat> of Eldrock managed to bounce off his helmet along with the spray. Wow. Way to, pull, way to pull the switch. Eldrock falls to the ground as the statue uh, appears to be winding up since there is potential targets now within range. So it's coming alive? It wasn't just like a random, you know, push the button, it drops something, and then winds it back up? It's alive? Like looking at... Not not, not necessarily alive, but something is causing it to trigger and go through a series of motions. Okay. Uh, it's basically a very complicated trap. Mouse trap! Woo! In essence, you're right. Um, oh, man, that was just a joke. I know he laughed. Awkward. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was thinking, they still sell that game in Australia? I love that game. <laughs> it's it's rated... Ages five and below. I think it's okay. Yeah, the, the... violence towards the mouse is just yeah. <laughs> we we actually don't have that game. 
the statue actually begins to change grip on the sword to better bring it in line for its next attack. And it seems to be going into line against Bosk. I'd just like to take this moment to say, well, balls. (laughs) Yeah. Get out of there, Bosk! So I'm positioned directly in front of the statue. You are positioned off on the right-hand side. Um, you, you can, of course, move if you want or do something else, uh, but it seems to have tried to size you up for this next. So has it, is, it just, um, is it just swinging? Um, is, it, is it in motion to swing, or is it like drawing to swing? It is right now drawing to swing, but based on your ability to study... Uh, swords in combat, you see that it, the next time it goes through, it's not going to go at the line that Eldrock was on. It's going to go on the line where you're at presently. Okay. Hmm. So, um, am I in an attack position? Can I flee, or can I duck, or can I defend? You, 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 can, you can do any that you wish. You can step out of the line and Probably okay. be fine, or you know, it's whatever you want to do. Let's do that. I I, I will like to move away since I'm not engaged the okay. target yet to avoid that. Um, any particular direction that you're going to head? Um, directly back. Okay. Step back. Okay. Uh, in moving back, when the sword uh starts to come down again. Your judgment was right. It would have gone exactly through squarely and at full force the spot that you were um, standing in. And you can feel the wave of air from the sword that it, it had a lot of umph to it. When the swing has concluded... There is no further movement from the statue from where you're currently standing. Hmm. Okay, so something made it swing, and it's not really alive yet, but it did swing at me. I'm suddenly intrigued. What if everybody moves back and I press the button again? Because I have... No, I've I've got, like, a thought. Maybe this is, like... A puzzle of some sort, or Ooh, you know, Tomb Raider. Yeah, like it, it's got to change form to a particular position, and then a door unlocks, mm-hmm. or it could just end up in being some really, really horrible scheme where the the DM is trying to kill us, and I'm actually just charging up a robot. Xenatari <laughs> is in a state of shock after seeing Eldrock skewered and body parts of him laying everywhere and she oh, yeah. pretty much just kneels down the floor like looking at him and glaring at Thorne for suggesting that we try to solve a puzzle with the bloodied pieces of our friend on the floor. Oh no. I was a, I was just saying push the button <laughs> again. Oh yeah, sure. I it might be a good idea. Uh, okay. Uh, before you before you go any further, uh, Cesar, do you have uh, anything that you want to do from your side? Well, um, I you know give Thorn a sort of a you know the old man told you so young whippersnapper look, um, 
but I'm not connected to the cow man, so I'm not too horribly, you know, I, I came in and he was cut up and he's cut up again, so that's all right. No skin off my nose, but, um, I will, if I see Thorn going towards the switch again, I will move to stop him. Okay. For fortunately, with my young blood, I'll move faster than the old man. So oh my god. Surprised. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, Thorn, please continue, and if you try to push the button, we'll we'll have a, a roll-up between you and Cesar. Um, look, I I really think that this could be, like, look, is there any other doors in the, in the room before we continue? Yes. Yes? There, there, there appear to be door, uh, a pair of doors at the, um, sorry, a two-paneled door. At the southern um, end of the alcove, I honestly believe that this could lead to something. Like it, it's not just here for a reason. They didn't just throw a bunch of gears into a room. And say, hey, we could have a button, and it does you no know, crap all. I guess we need to do something with this. We can't just ignore it. You don't think it's an execution device? An elaborate execution what? device? What? That seems like an elaborate execution device for. If a guy's going to stand there and push the... Well, like, he could just swing the axe himself. It seems a little bit elaborate for that. Formulas and then buttons. I don't know. It seems just a little bit excessive. Hmm. So, I'm going to press the button again. Are we all clear? As Anatari kneels over Eldrick's body in the perfect line of fire. <laughs> uh... Has anybody moved near El where Eldrock or, um... Bosk was standing. No. Not, not that I'm aware of. I move back. Okay. Cesar, are you still going to try and move to intercept? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, as Cesar moves into um, somewhat range of the sword swing, the statue again begins to move as if it, it will send another arcing scything cut across uh, that sort of airspace. Cesar mm. is able to move, though, and get through an area that appears to be, from what everyone can tell, the kill zone for this time. I'm going to ask both of you to roll a d20, mm -hmm. and we'll take whoever is higher, their actions um, will, uh, their intent will succeed. Just a straight d20, no bonus? We'll, we'll, just, we'll just make it a straight d20, and we'll see where the fates take you. I rolled a 19. I rolled a 12. Okay. Uh, Here we go. Cesar, you are somewhat close, but uh, because oh, <laughs> because uh, Thorn has his hand pretty much right there from the first time, he is able to again press the switch back to its original position. The statue, which has finished its swing but hasn't reset fully, suddenly begins to 
quake and shake um, in a very horrible grating metallic sound uh, fills um, the room. It basically sounds like the, especially for Cesar, that he's going to understand that it largely sounds like the transmission has just dropped on the ground at about 80 miles an hour. And after somebody pulled the emergency brake. Cesar understands that? Mm, well, Cesar's an art- artificer, so he'd sort of... No, I thought maybe Eric had some problems. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, my car's a 95, so I might any day. You never like, know. Did you drop the transmission by throwing the brake? <laughs> no, but just the, the, the sound of the gears, it, it basically sounds yeah. like a clockwork nightmare. Okay. okay. Is probably the better way to put it, um, a clockwork nightmare. There's an interesting sound also from the floor leading from the statue south towards the cherubs. And the cherubs begin, the statues begin to shake and rattle violently in the alcove. Hmm. At times, even banging into the walls. Did we look at the cherub statues? Because I don't really remember cherub statues. I was getting there, and then someone with a lot of fur pulled a switch. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, it was started. that guy. Yeah, some guy. Damn it, Gary! What did I tell you? <laughs> Where's Steve and all this, anyway? Yeah, that's a good point. Where did Steve go? <laughs> Dead, hopefully. <sighs> How dare you? Where's Steve? I, I honestly forget. I think in the Night of Sleeping uh, episode, I, I'm not sure where Steve... I kind of lost track of him at that point. <laughs> yeah, uh, after you killed him. I didn't um, kill him. I revived him. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Hmm. Probably turned him into into one of those zombie creatures. Then he could be my personal servant, but it didn't work. Mm. I thought Steve was fighting next to Bosk one time and died. He didn't die. I just accidentally whiffed him with my <laughs> mace. Just a, it's just a mirror tap. He didn't. Oh, die. by 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 accidentally she means on purpose. <laughs> accidentally hit him with with full force. Glancing blow in the head. Oh. It may, maybe there was a sleep dart trap or something that got him and you know he was he was having a Daros moment. <laughs> Simple Wait. solution is that he ran while we weren't looking. Yeah, he was probably. Just sleeping, just yeah, or he got scared sleep. by the giant skeleton room. But is he here now or is he gone? Mm, let's say he's mm. gone for now since we don't have a real good cover story for him. He may appear again, but uh Water actually begins to pour from the cherub statues. Okay. As if uh, plumbing is broken. Thorn breaking everything. Um, plumbing. Never let me touch a button ever again. Just say. No. I already had that rule. <laughs> it didn't <laughs> work. It didn't work. We tried. Okay, so the room is slowly flooding. Um, the water is actually filling that uh, area in the alcove, but doesn't seem to be pouring out any further onto the rest of the floor. But you can tell that it's draining now into the um, whatever the room beyond is, because one of the statues has banged up against the doorway and uh, opened it up a bit of a crack. Okay. Hmm. 
Okay. So I might have just saved our lives. You could have triggered a trap of some kind, and we could be dead right now. Well, if you want to see that other room, I guess we better go quick before it's completely uh, underwater. Let's move. Yep. All right. Daros, anything that you want to do? I'm just moving with the group. I'm still kind of like dazed and confused. So <laughs> you saw El- really you saw Eldrock. You saw I saw Eldrock standing, and then you saw him go down. Okay. Right, because, you know, I've been out of it. I have no idea what's going on in this room. I'm just kind of following everybody <laughs> to see what's happening. <sighs> um, southern end of the room is not full of water, but it's roughly at the moment about uh, thigh high, and the water is draining into a room beyond which has a sort of sickly greenish-purple-blue light emanating from um, the crack in the door. Hmm. Hmm. Open the door. Maybe but check for traps. Check for traps. Rogue! <laughs> Somebody. There's something useful. They go, yeah, I'll move forward to check for traps. Not you, I you... met him, the one oh, who was supposed bad. to be doing all this. <laughs> Captain Switch. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, I guess I'll check for traps then. It's okay. Der- just take, just step back, Daros. I- I've got this. All right, Thievery. Right. <laughs> how's a how's a natural one no. boil? <laughs> a natural what? Uh, one. one natural. We one. all die in this dungeon with the words <laughs> "damn you, Thorn" on our lips. Those, those damn metal die seriously? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, times. Don't don't you ha- don't you have a stored uh, critical already? Oh. Um, no, that was that was um Cezor. Yeah. Ah, Cezor. Oh. I already used <laughs> I used mine beforehand with the uh, the trap in the hallway. I just happened to get another one. <laughs> and... We're all gonna die. Come <laughs> and laugh at me. <laughs> In searching for a trap, uh, your hand encounters a metallic surface. While your excitement uh, at seeing the switch being pulled, the the switch being pulled and then reset, not excitement, you find that your hands are actually rather uh, damp. You know, you're nervous, a little perspiration. And this is enough to <laughs> cause an electrical arc to pass from some source into you. Saucy. Does anyone else smell burning, or is it just me? <laughs> Why does, does it smell, smell like burning dog? I was going to say, I smell burned air. What just mm, happened? I'm in Hong Kong. And wow. It is for 26 points of damage. Oh. Oh. Bam! Sweet, sweet mother of God. Um, I, I am bloodied. <laughs> God. Hold on a second. That would leave me at 11 points. 11 health. The issue, though, is that you find yourself, because you are unfamiliar with electricity, and perhaps only Cesar is, having difficulty attempting to remove your hand from contact with the metal <laughs> surface as your body seizes up. <laughs> Burn, you realize we're all freaking standing in water, right? 
Oh no! <laughs> Are we all? I mean, yes. Oh no! <laughs> Great. Xanatari <laughs> looks at Cesar out of the corner of her eye seconds before I'm sure something horrible will happen, and rolls her eyes like stupid <laughs> kids. Oops. <laughs> I had to mute that. I'm laughing too hard. <laughs> is there is there a dry path to get up to him? Oh no. Uh, actually, yes. And miraculously, the party isn't actually affected by this. Whoa. Okay. Cesar runs up and and kicks Thorn in the side to try to <laughs> knock him clear. And Snickers. Now, let me just double check something. You are a uh, cloth armor type sort of deal. Um, uh, leather. Cesar? Leather? leather? Yeah, let me kick him with my plate armor. Are you studded <laughs> studded leather or... Uh, you gave me a blood cut leather armor, which I don't know. Actually, you know what? You have a damage resistance on that. Yes, remember? You are, you oh, are, yeah. you are able to, I, I, I will let you soak the, the shock of, uh, kicking him, but you are successful in kicking in him. Okay. Do you wish to do any additional damage in your <laughs> kick? Um, no, cause I'm just gonna have to heal it. Okay. No, say, say yes. He's, he means yes. <laughs> he doesn't want to do extra damage. Make him I don't kick damage. him in the face, I kick him in the ribs. It, it doesn't okay. matter. I, I take damage. I'm going to take damage. Let's face it. I've, I've pissed off the old man some, somewhat in the last couple of episodes. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Like, I got him trapped in a trap earlier. And then I pushed the switch. Cesar, I, do, you, Cesar do you wish to do the epic description of you doing all this? Or shall, or do you want to just uh, say you kicked him and move on? Um. Okay, well, I, you know, I see him reach around and try to figure out if he can see any traps, and I can almost see it happening before it, it actually occurs, and I see his body stiffen as maybe a few bolt, little bolts of blue light sort of start shooting up his arm, and I can tell what's happening immediately, so I, I run up, uh, I, I rear back and lift up a, a boot and just plant it in his, in his ribs, and and uh and deliver a, a strong kick trying to to limit the amount of contact that I get and some of the energy starts jumping up uh, up my leg but it sort of soaks into the the armor that I got and uh and dies away before it reaches into my skin and uh thorn sprawls backwards away from it and uh uh lands on his butt in the water and Cesar shakes his head and doesn't it? it turns around and walks away. <laughs> okay. Thorn, since yes. you land in water and you've had this uh, effect happening in between the time of him kicking you away and uh, the charge dissipating, you've taken five additional points of damage. Awesome. That's what I want to hear. <laughs> okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm bleeding quite profusely. Sweet. This is probably the most damage I've ever actually taken in this campaign so far. <laughs> Okay, uh, none of the rest of the party appears to be affected by the electrical shock. The Sweet. water level, however, drops suddenly in the alcove area and is now probably just below, uh, 
knee level and seems to be, there seems like there's just, uh, some sort of current within there, but uh, a very lazy current. Um, I'm going to take this opportunity to say, hey guys, I fixed it. So good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go lay down right now. I'm going to take a break. That's all 10 5. Does, does anyone, does anyone else smell bacon? I smell bacon. <laughs> and uh, the water has stopped flowing from the cherubs. Oh, okay. I told you I fixed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fixed it with my body. So that was the door handle, correct? So are we going to proceed through the door? Um, no, actually, this this was this was found uh, just outside the uh, the alcove area. Oh, okay. So you also have to pass through the water. Uh, Daros, do you do you wish to add any RP elements for your master rogue skill, uh, having just been seen what the novice has done? <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just looking around like, what did he just do? What the what? <laughs> or just a little smirk comes across my face. Rookie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been hit by harder and tougher traps. <laughs> <laughs> and take it worse with my face. <laughs> and, and and spears through doorways. Exactly. Right. Okay. <laughs> you think that's bad. <laughs> I, hope, I hope to God you roll a one. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see, Sanitari. Do you have any uh, responses to this? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sanitari is gonna use her daily action and try to heal him. I suppose <laughs> cure light wounds. Um, and I will focus on Thorn and uh, utter my prayer and touch him with disdain with the end of my finger and and allow him uh it says he regains hit points as if he had spent a healing surge he doesn't have okay. to but as if he would okay so i gain nine back which puts me at 15 still bloodied but all right bosk Yes. Reactions to the light show? Uh, Bosk kind of looks over the group as in kind of what's our next move? Uh, we've got a guy standing in the water shocking himself and Daryl's laughing at him at the same time the old man is jumping around. Um, so I'm just waiting on feedback from, from the group on what we're going to do and when this light show's over, are we going to try to move on? Okay. Anybody wish to give Bosk feedback? Uh, the water, by the way, um, still remains at roughly uh, just below knee height, but hasn't, for some reason, it doesn't spill into the room itself. Um, but there doesn't appear to be any sort of, uh, I'll give you all a free arcane check. There doesn't seem to be any detrimental magic uh, preventing the water. From entering the room that you're standing in, as in mass, I should say, or volume. Okay. Okay. So we. <clears throat> Does the party wish to move on? That's what Bosk, yes. I guess, is trying to get. Okay. Let's get out of the water. Our boots are getting ruined. 
such a girl. <laughs> wow. Do you like walking around in wet, squishy boots? <laughs> yes. Really. I'm not going to lie. Yes, I do. You don't even have any boots, Harry. Okay. Well, <laughs> Harry Hanukkah. Unfortunately, if if you do go through the door, your uh, all your feet will get wet and stuff because you've got to go through the uh, through the water. Um, Bosk, are you going to be in lead and do anything in particular to the doorway, or are you just going to walk in, bust um, that crack open, and? Does are we pretty much um, sure that we're clear of traps up to the door from the recent events that have occurred? Yes, Ju- okay. you 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 can sort of get the clue that um, a pretty serious trap was the actual alcove itself, but it seems that since the switch went back, uh, some sort of major mechanical problem happened and it short-circuited the entire thing. Okay, um, now kind of describe to me what was the glow that we were seeing again? There's or, there's a crack in the doorway because okay. one of the, the cherub statues, when it was rattling around, busted up against the door and oh. opened it up a crack, and there's some light coming out. The okay, kind of just peering out. Okay. Yep. Um, can I walk closer and peer through the crack? Sure. Okay. I move to walk and look through the crack. Okay. Sloshing through the water, you can tell that there should be much more of a current. Uh, the area seems... Somewhat uh, built perfectly for a whirlpool type action. Looking in through the door, you see that there appears to be some sort of temple or uh, chamber beyond. Um, There is blood splatter everywhere on the walls. And the room is apparently illuminated by this sickly light. Uh, you hear some uh, metal being dragged as if there's a, a sword or a iron maul that is being dragged on the floor around the room. Um, can I ask Zenitari to or someone to do an arcana check on the door and see if there is any magic or anything? that surrounds that room, if they could tell or not. Sanitari, could you do an arcade <laughs> Yes! I would love to do that. I, I am hearing through the doorway and still have a bad feeling. <laughs> 21. Okay. Uh, Cesar, are you going to do anything on the side, or are you good? Uh, sure, I'll help out with that. 26. Okay. Uh, there's no magic on the doorway, but you are able to feel a dark and vile sort of magical ritual leaking out of the room uh, beyond through the crack in the doorway. Uh, whatever it is, it's big, it's bad, it's in progress. Hmm. Did you say there was someone like moving? Um on the other side, there's a mall you said being dragged, or someone's like in there. It sounds like something me- metallic is being dragged on the floor in the other uh, in the other room. Okay. Um, mm. I would like to relate this information back to the group, and um, Bosk would is pretty much going to tell the group. I'm pretty sure that there's an evil. <clears throat> 
growing on the other side of the door, possibly with the uh, magic feedback that we have got. Um, I'm going to take a guess. This is probably the the evil that we have we have sought out to destroy. Um, does everyone feel like uh, following me in as I uh, investigate further? Uh, before Darius goes in, he'd like to go into stealth. Okay. Just to be at the ready. Okay. Do it, rogue. You are in stealth. <laughs> I am stealthed. <laughs> Your stealth um, stands rolls. <laughs> <laughs> Is the door locked? Um, well, it it was. It's not now. Okay. Uh, I'd like to take an aside. Um, is this the so no sort of going back to my character story? I guess this this is sort of the thing that I've been looking for when I first entered the campaign. I guess like I've been looking for something evil, right? Yes. Um. So I'm gonna looking, have to have. You've been looking for that that rod of Orcus. You thought it was yeah. something there. Yeah. So there there's there's okay. some bad juju going on here. So yeah, you'd be kind of like. <laughs> Hmm. Okay, right, right. I'm going to uh, drop back behind the group a little bit and go into stealth. Okay. Very good. They'll still be able to smell the burnt hair. <laughs> wow. Mmm, <laughs> and see the bloody footprints. Hear the panting. <laughs> oh, I'm also going to use a healing surge real quick as well. Mm. All right. Xenotari would get excited hearing that there's like the massive evil on the other side of the door, and this might be what she's looked for, and the reason that she's on this sort of personal quest, I guess, in this area, looking for it, and uh, hoping for a conclusion to the long journey she's been on. And I would move behind Bosk and kind of prepare my weapon and get ready to enter. Okay. Uh, Cesar? Uh, Cesar's got his crossbow up and pointed towards the door, and, uh, he's not gonna be the first one in, but he'll be going on in, and he nods to, to Bosk that he's ready. Okay, thank you for listening. You can find out more at deathd4dishonor.com, subscribe on iTunes, and find us on Twitter at deathd4. Please take a listen to the Gray Area podcast about advice and interviews on relationships between gamers, and also the Geek Bits podcast on regular guys talking about geeky stuff. One at grayareapodcast.com and the other at geekbits.net. Join us for our worldwide adventure. Stay tuned for next week as we continue our travels. There is a clunking sound as a series of gears is uh, put back into place. And the large two-handed sword that the statue is carried is executed. Stop eating. Stop eating while we're recording. (laughs) All I can hear is potato chip. Stop it. (sighs)
This is about as awesome as another TV. <laughs> actually, actually, I was or, just trying to open a bag with my teeth. I'm sorry. <sighs> Seriously? Boss is just sitting there in the dungeon with just enraptured as I press his <laughs> Chewing on a plastic just, bag. <laughs> just sorry, chewing on his, on his satchel. He's just like, man, this is so... Whoa! Seth's cracking walnuts with his microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Seth. I just didn't. It was important, so I didn't want it to be like. <laughs> Why you were? Just, yeah. Yeah. Can you do it again? Oh, my fault. My fault. <laughs> Stop <laughs> doing it. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like my fault. Oh God! I stayed up for this. <laughs> Oh, <sighs>